You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 203, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. Someone who's doing that today is Dawn. Let me share who Dawn is. Now, one of the things that Dawn says is calling is less about building a career and more about crafting a life. And Dawn Sadler joins me today. Dawn is a writer, she is a coach, and she is host of the Your Purpose is calling Christian business podcast conversations with Christians that are finding purpose redefining work and changing their world now on today's show Dawn is going to talk more about calling how can we better understand what God is calling us to and how we are uniquely qualified to serve others she's going to be talking about connection once we have an idea of our calling we can connect with what we're called to with a specific action plan to begin to move forward she's also going to talk about conquer once we've outlined an action plan we build a system to help us create a sustainable momentum so that we can overcome challenges and setbacks and so much more welcome to the show dawn Thanks, Emery. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Look, I'm really excited too when I meet someone who is in the space, specifically uh, a Christian business uh, podcast. Uh, I think it's fantastic. As we, we we talked before we pressed record and went live, it's exciting when you hear and, and you meet someone, you're able to connect someone who's doing your, or, or in the space that you are at, particularly when we think of sharing the message, uh, glorifying God in the process. And of course, what you're all talking about is around our purpose. So it's great to be to be with you. Share with us, how long have you been doing your podcast for? I launched my podcast a year ago in July. So, um, so not that long, but um, long enough to just really, um, as you know, doing the same work, just just hear some phenomenal stories about yes. what God is doing um, in people. And I feel, you know, I think we talked about this just a little bit before we hit record is I feel like people are so relieved to be able to have a place to tell those stories, yes. right? Yes. Um, and to really just kind of think as they, a lot of uh, people tell me, a lot of my guests tell me, it's like therapy because they get to just kind of talk about God at work in a way that they almost never get to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, as you know, it's just the greatest honor to have a front row seat to what God is doing in the oh, workplace. Absolutely. And not only are they able to be able to share these things, but the learnings and the insights, it's kind of like doing prayer and meditation and, you know, diving into the word and hearing stories for yourself. And I know that it it certainly impacted you too but I love what you've said you can see how God is moving through the the, his kingdom through businesses through the stories that you hear in the likeness the similarities and 
it's really quite incredible. So um, let's dive in about calling because this is something that can often confuse people. You know, it seems like one of those big words. You know, as children, we're often asked, what do you want to be when you, you grow up? And it's kind of like, I have no idea. In actual yeah. fact, I still have no idea around what I want to be, but I'm, I'm having a lot of fun doing this anyway. But let's talk about calling. What does that yeah. mean to you, Dawn? Well, I think here's how um, I look at it is I think there's purpose in calling. And I think purpose, we all have the same purpose. And that is to love God, love others, serve God and fulfill the Great Commission. And so if anyone is out there thinking, what's my purpose? There it is. Congratulations. We fixed that. Um, <laughs> but calling is something very different because calling is how we use the gifts that God has given us in order to serve others. And that is going to inform the places where we are called to influence and how we influence. And so even though um, I may have the very same purpose as a doctor, for example, um, I am not called to that. That's a, you know, that's a different gifting. That's a different life experience. And so calling is all about, well, what, I know what my purpose is, but what's my little tiny space in the world mm -hmm. where God has called me to and designed me to be influential and to be impactful. And I think not knowing what that is can be really frustrating. Oh my gosh, it can be so frustrating. And just like you said, it's such a big word. Like I'm supposed to, that's such a big thing to figure out. Um, and, and the way that it's set up, you know, a lot of us, like you said, are expected to know the answer at that, of that, to that at 18 years old, which, you know, we haven't really even had a lot of life experience yet. Um, and so that's how I sort of define the difference between purpose and calling. Calling is a very, very personal thing. And I think it's such an invitation into that inner room with God, um, such an invitation into adventure. Like, where are you calling me, God? That place where God reveals something that he's calling us to. And we say, there's no way I can do that. And God says, of course not. That's why I'm going to be with you. Yeah. Um, and and it's where we learn about God's goodness. It's where we learn about how God sees us. I mean, it's just, it's the adventure of a lifetime, right? Mm. Oh, it certainly is. Something I shared this morning uh, with my LinkedIn community was around how, you know, a message, we're often sharing a message. You know, you're sharing a message, I'm sharing a message too. We all do. But that message obvious, often with the change makers, but specifically, Specifically, let me get that word out. As Christians, we know we were knitted in our mother's wombs and he knows us and there's things, elements, gifts, unique talents that he has created us. It's been shaped, it's being prepared since birth through all of the challenges, the issues, all of that culmination. What are some of the things that perhaps you've done or maybe even you've seen your clients do that have helped them to get clarity? Certainly prayer and leaning into the word is, is definitely the first uh, port of call and what we should all be doing. But are there some other things that have been very impactful for you in helping you to narrow down, ah, this is my calling. This is where I'm supposed to be sharing my talents and gifts. Yeah, absolutely. Let me say that just... Um on the podcast, you know, kind of speaking to that thing about it, we're 18, how are we supposed to know? Um, as you know, running a podcast, you kind of turn on the mic and people tell their stories and you don't always know what's coming, which is the great thing about it. But one of the things that's really um, come up a lot in the podcast is people who headed in one direction and felt like I did everything right. I got the good grades. I went to the good school. I got the right job. I did everything I was supposed to do and I'm miserable. 
And it's not sort of like, a, I think sometimes people, and we've talked about this in the podcast, people can get to that point and feel like, oh, I'm so spoiled. Look at God gave me everything that I asked for. How could I be anything less than completely grateful? But there is something, there is a holy discontent that God stirs in us, right? When we are being called out of. And so a lot of the stories that we talk about are people who started in one path, um, because that's what conventional success looked like, yes. and they felt God call them out to something else, and so making that switch, and so it's been really interesting to hear um, how that comes up for people, and it's a kind of, it's a difficult process, it's an emotional process, it's not like, oh, I have my calling, let me leave everything I've worked for and go mm -hmm. take this left turn, it's a really difficult thing. Um, but I find that there's four questions that people typically ask when it comes to their calling. Mm -hmm. The first question that they ask is who, and that is, who am I? Who has God designed me to be? Where am I supposed to be to influence? But that question of who, and what I really love about that is that that's an opportunity to dream. This is not about finding that finite thing that we are called to do. This is about saying, okay, it is a big, wide open possibility. So let's sit down and prayerfully just pray um, about this with God. And we've got some tools that we use to help people um, kind of just open up the possibility. For example, one tool that we use is imagine that you had to write a speaker bio for 25 years in the future. What would you have accomplished? What would people say about you? What, what awards would you have won? What impact would you have made? We're so focused on what's right in front of us that very few of us ever sit down and say, okay, well, I know what God can do with a week or a month or a year. What can God do with a life um, in my life? And so that's really the first question in the first stage. Um, and then the second question is, where should I focus right now? Okay, so I've got this big picture. I know there's all these things that are possible. Great, now I'm completely overwhelmed. Where do I even start? Where do I focus my time and energy right now? Um, and part of that is understanding that there are parts of your calling that are just not meant for this season of your life. And you know what? That is okay. It's okay to say, you know what? I am meant to write a book in five years right now and what i find is that when um when clients go through that process they're like i just feel like the weight of the world has been lifted off my shoulders i don't have to get it all done right now um and so and so that's the next question and then the third question is what what specific action plan should i take right now to go from where i am to where i believe god is calling me um and so i always recommend a 12 90 10 strategy which is create your 12 month goals, create a 90-day action plan to get there, and do a 10-day jump start. What are 10 things that you can do in the next 10 days in order to move you closer? Because once we get that momentum, then that fear, that doubt, that overwhelm that a lot of people face, um, it's hard to remain fearful when you're in action mode and you're gaining that momentum. And then finally is, um, how do I keep going when there's failures, disappointments, and setbacks, which there always um, are. I think sometimes it's tempting to think, oh, I found my calling. It's all going to be unicorns and rainbows. And, and it's just not that way. It's a lot of hard work, as you know. Um, and so for that, I just say, you know, be really intentional about the support system that you build around yourself. Yes. Your mom and your best friend are going to love absolutely everything you do. But if they haven't gone down the path that you're trying to go down, in addition to that support, put some people in place, whether it's somebody that you know or can ask to mentor you or just like
find someone who has achieved what you want to achieve. Read the book, um, buy the course, listen to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, you know, all of those things. The answers that we need are out there. We just need to be really intentional about putting a, a support system in place um, to help us as we prayerfully move forward. Yeah. I love the way that you've shared about being intentional, having that plan, you know, for the 12 months, but then breaking it down into the 90 days, the three months, if you will. And so often, and this segues beautifully into the area of connection, which you say, get that specific action plan to move forward. Because so often as we're working in, in our businesses, we can so often look at what other people are doing and it distracts us from where, where our destiny, if you will, that's kind of what we say, and, and, and our lane. What are some of the things that you notice when people and your clients are really focused on that 90 day? Because I, I would imagine at the end of that 90 day, you take a step back. What did we achieve? What did we need to maybe continue to work on? But it gives people that opportunity to, to breathe, celebrate the successes that they have um, been able to generate and how they have been able to move forward, but also to shift if they need to. What experience yeah. and what feedback have you gotten when someone really works this plan? Yeah, um, yeah, it's been phenomenal. I do want to jump back to something that you mentioned. I would love mm -hmm. to answer that question. It's such a good one. But you had met, talked about comparison. And I do want to talk about that for a moment because I think that's a really big one, especially yeah. if we want entrepreneurs. Um, I think that uh, one of the things that we do in that first stage, that, that thing of who am I, is understanding that, you know, I think very often we think of calling through the lens of our gifting. So, for example, let's say that I'm a gifted singer. I'm not, by the way, but let's say that I was. It would be, and I live in New York City, one of the most competitive cities uh, around. And it would be really easy for me to be here and say, oh, there are a hundred, how many ever, thousands of singers in New York. How could I possibly compare? They're more talented, they're more connected, they've got a better background. But the thing about calling is that it is not the single lens of your gifting. It is your background. It is your passions. It is your experiences. It is your failures that give you empathy and wisdom and the ability to connect with others. It is the success story that you've had. There's all of these things. You know, we, we, we have a God who brings all things together for our good. And so even though there may be thousands of other singers in New York City, maybe I'm the only one who is a singer who grew up in a, uh, as the um, parents who were missionaries and I have a pet you know what I mean like yeah. God uses all of that so you really are unique we're all incredibly unique it doesn't matter how many other of that version whatever that is fill in the blank are out there because nobody has your particular special sauce of all of the different components that go together and I think the more that we focus on that um, the less that comparison actually comes in and I think so that's true. a really a really important I think it's warfare really yeah. to be able to say you know what actually I am enough mm -hmm. as I am my my I, I have been called here and I don't have to worry that there's other people who who may be further down the road than me or different than me so anyway thanks for letting me get that out um, yeah in the 90 days the reason that we do the 90 days is because there there are things that we learn in motion that we can never learn if we're just sitting down planning and scheming and strategizing right mm -hmm. and so we like the 90 days because uh the 90 days gives us a chance to say okay well what did i we do what we call a 3 -1 -1 -3, and we do it every week but it's three wins and praise reports 
one lesson, one challenge, and three SMART goals for the week ahead. And then we also do that on a 90-day strategy. And so what we find is that um, there is something about that weekly accountability. I've got a client, and she um, for 20 years has wanted to publish a book. This is the least um, a convenient time for her to do that. She has two kids under the age of three. Uh -huh. She is uh, has a job. She co-pastors a church. She like the whole thing, mm -hmm. and she just signed her first book deal. And it was because of that ninety day thing that she just really set in place. Mm -hmm. I think that we will always find, you know, as entrepreneurs, there's. All, always things to do in our business. Mm -hmm. We always want to grow. We always want to do all of this. There's always an excuse not to. Mm -hmm. I don't have the time. I don't have the bandwidth. I don't have the team. I don't have the money. I don't have the resources, yada, yada, yada. But there's always stuff that we can do. And there is something that happens um, that God really truly meets us when we step out in faith saying, I don't know where I'm going to be at the end of the 90 days. This is the direction I'm going to go in and trusting that God is that great GPS system that can help us get back on track when we take a left turn along the way. Yeah, I love that. This is like a little mini masterclass all in its own. <laughs> so Dawn, having that great 90 day action plan in place, so very important, momentum, so very important. What would be one thing that we need to be mindful of and keep aware of that would enhance inhibit us from continuing to, to deliver and work upon that 90-day uh, plan? Because you can have action plans galore, but the, if, if there's one thing that you see will often hold people back, what would that be? Just to keep us, you know, one of those things, be mindful of this. Yeah, you know, I think it's, um, it's, it's, it's not a simple thing, but here's uh, what I would say is one of the reasons that we talk about failures early on in the process is that very often we can try to move forward in an area of our life and just keep feeling like we're not getting anywhere and we don't know why. Mm -hmm. And the truth is that our failures, there's a whole lot of things that can, that can happen in our life that can cause us to believe things about ourselves that are not true, that are actually subconsciously keeping us from moving forward. So for example, I'll give you a personal example out of my own life. Um, you know, here in the States back in 2007, we had the big recession and it was just, uh, I mean, it, every, it was a, just a big implosion. Everybody got hit, I know, all around the world. Um, but coming out of that, I had a lot of, I was exposed to a lot of risk at that time and, you know, made some really ambitious decisions and got caught up in it. And I remember thinking for a long time, oh, I just, I can't be, I can't take a risk again. I just can't take a risk after that. And I really had to repent of that. I really had to get quiet before God and say, you know what, God, I know that you've forgiven me for the things that I, that I, the decisions that I made that were not uh, in, you know, that were not the best. Mm -hmm. I had to learn to forgive myself. That took a little bit longer, but I also had to just really repent of the lies that I could not step out in faith anymore mm -hmm. because of something that happened. And that's an example from my life, but probably all of us have some, something like that. Um, where there's something in our past that just keeps lying to us and we can't get forward and we don't know why. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole lot of goal setting and calling and stuff like that that's just like, oh, you can do it, rah, rah, just keep going. But, you know, if we don't get real about some of the stuff that we're telling ourselves, some of the stuff that we're believing, not only about ourselves, but about God, then it's going to be really hard for us to get that breakthrough that we're praying for. Yes. And so I would say 
be really mindful of the tapes that are playing in your head and where that's coming from. Um, and very often we'll find that it is not in alignment with the word of God and that we have an opportunity to test those thoughts against the word of God and ask God to reveal to us his truth about us instead. Yeah, so, so true. And I mm -hmm. love the way that that really leads into beautifully the area of conquer because mm -hmm. one way to be able to conquer whatever is challenging us is to be mindful about, the, as you said, those tapes. You mentioned, uh, we mentioned in the introduction, you wanted to talk about the fact that we've got this action plan. We can then build in a system to help us create sustainable momentum so that we can overcome challenges and setbacks. What are some things that you do and your clients do as well that helps create sustainable momentum? Because once we've started, if we continue to stop and then have to start again and then stop and then have to start again, that can be so overwhelming and tiring and we end up giving up altogether. So what are some things that you've done that will enable us to sustain momentum we're starting to create? Yeah, I think that's so true. And I think to your point, uh, not only is that frustrating, but it erodes our faith in ourselves each and every time. So it actually disempowers us when we have, I'm going to start and I'm going to stop, I'm going to start and I'm going to stop. And so it is really important to, to put some, um, some tools in place. And I like to call it scaffolding, you know, like scaffolding that you have around a building um, that puts things in place. So um, there's, uh, the first thing I would say is community building community around you. Uh, I talk to a lot of people, and I don't know if you experience this as well, but I talk to a lot of people who say, you know what, I know a lot of people who are in my field of work or, or what I do, and I know a lot of Christians. I don't know a lot of people who are in my field and Christians, and that seems to be something that's a little bit uh, more difficult. But being, being really accountable, you know, there was a study that was done here in the States, um, and I won't go into the details of it. It was done here at a university, but um, a woman uh, tried different forms of goal setting and that people thought them, they wrote them down, they wrote them down and, and shared them with a friend. But what they found in this study is that people who wrote their goals down and gave weekly accountability updates to a friend were 72% more likely to actually achieve their goals or massive, um, you know, massive progress towards their goals. Mm -hmm. So if we think, oh, I'm writing down my goals, I'm good. Yeah, but you could almost double your chances of actually achieving your goals if you are accountable each week. And that's why that group coaching we feel is so important. Mm -hmm. um, and then the next thing is, um, is again, just creating that, um, you know, Stephen Covey calls it sharpening the saw. But if you, if we feel like we are in a lot of fear, um, I recently read, and I do believe that a stagnant mind is a fearful mind. And so we have to continually be learning. A lot of times we say, oh, you know, I feel called to this next level, but I feel a lot of fear because I have no idea how to do it. Well, of course we don't know how to do it. It's completely new. We can't get to new levels with old information. And so one of the ways that we create that sustainability is just to maintain that commitment to continually reading, continually meeting with people, continually listening to podcasts, continually, you know, as we talked about before, the books and the courses, that is as important to an entrepreneur as, you know, doing your books or marketing or anything else. I think, just think that it's critical mm -hmm. for us in continually to grow our understanding. And of course, of course, of course, 
course, the foundation of all of that is time in the word, time in prayer, time listening to what God is telling us. Yes, yes, so, so true. One of the lessons that I learned many, many years ago uh, was certainly about the, um, the accountability. And I remember one of my mentors, we were in a group coaching, but what she didn't do was she didn't check in to make sure that what we'd said we would do, how were we tracking? Because the person who was coaching us was a different person. And I tell you what, it was beneath that, you know, flying under that banner or that barrier that I was able to. And I just wanted someone to call me out on it. I remember that many years ago. So accountability is fantastic, but there's nothing greater, a force that pulls you forward, drives you forward, knowing that you do need to give accountability for that. Just like, you know, in the Bible, it says we need to give accountability for the talents and for the the gifts um, that that we have. And, um, you know, hopefully we will, or with his grace, be able to, to have an account for that as well. Share with us uh, how people can find out more about the work that you do and, of course, how they can listen and subscribe to your podcast as well, Dawn, because it just sounds amazing, the work that you're doing in this area. Oh, thank you so much. Yep, my uh, website is donsadler.com and our podcast, Your Purpose is Calling, is on iTunes and people can follow and subscribe there. And I can also be found on Instagram at Don Sadler. Yeah, fantastic. We'll put all of the links on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE203. I think it's such a great reminder of ongoing learning and something that I'm sure that you would find is that the people that you listen to every single time you do a podcast is certainly allowing you to, to grow your insights. But that takes us back right full circle to something that you mentioned around, you know, our unique calling, where are we placed, where is God uniquely gifting us that we, in our lane, so to speak. So one of the things that I've learned, and I'd love to hear your feedback on this too, Dawn, is that we need to be then discerning as to what information is stuff that we take in and what information is noise and clutter. Because sometimes, and I've been there, we are so overwhelmed with the information that we are learning and and inputting into our minds that it becomes overwhelming and we remain stuck. Is that something that you found too? Yes, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. I actually recommend, um, uh, especially if people are just getting started in, in pursuing their calling, here's what I have found most successful for myself and what I recommend as a starting point is pick three to five people that you are going to, you know, quote unquote follow. Like, uh, for example, um, I have a collection of people that um, I buy all their courses, all their books, but it's it's no more than three to five people. So one person is on coaching, one person's on Instagram, and one person's on this. But I have a collection, and this collection of people give me the tools that I need in order to grow my business. Mm -hmm. And so I think it is really important. I think that's a brilliant point that you bring up to put on those blinders and say, you know what, I'm going to focus because, um, yeah, people have, it, it seems like you say one thing and there's at least 15 people that directly contradict it. Yeah. And so you just have to, you know, again, and with everything, be really prayerful. Mm. One of the things that I love about God that um, I found to be true again and again is that I can pray for what I need. Mm. I need an assistant, God. I need somebody to show me how to, you know, do whatever. God is so faithful. God knows what we need. If he's calling us to the space, he's going to equip us. Yeah. And so I would say, you know what, God, show me the people that you would like for me to be investing in to get the tools that I need to go forward. Yeah, so, so true. And you are absolutely right. Uh, bring it to the Lord in prayer. He knows 
uh, what we need, as you said, before we even ask for it. Sometimes we need to get clarity on it and ask him for it. And it's that um, unclarity that it's like, I'm waiting. You know, you just need to ask me. And, and that, that is a, just a, such a great reminder. It has been such a thrill speaking with you today. Just want to continue to, um, and I will ask if, if you don't mind if we finish in a, in a word of prayer, but certainly just, you know, uphold you and honour you for the work that you're doing in the kingdom and the people that you're having on your platform too. And I think it's such a great way to be able to share. Because something that you mentioned, some of us, we know business people, and we know Christian people, yet um, we don't necessarily know that many people who are Christian business people. However, go to your podcast, go back to the people that you've connected with. I've got so many as well. You are one of those Christian business people as well. And we can connect with them because technology such as the one we're using today, it doesn't matter where we're located. And it's a small world and this technology enables us to communicate, connect and, and certainly collaborate as well. So um, thank you so much. May I, may I, yeah, sorry, you want to say something? Can I just honor you? I just, you know, we got connected on Instagram and I just am so in awe of you, not oh, only you. what you do, but the consistency that you do it with, like you are going after it tenaciously. And as we talked about, there just is not enough um, people in this space sharing these stories. I just really want to honor you and what you're doing. I think you're incredible. And I'm so, so honored just to be here with you. Oh, and vice versa. And to all of my guests, as you would know, Dawn, yourself, uh, we, yeah. we ask the questions and we just sit back and allow other people to, to share. Uh, but yeah. it, it, everything that you said today around the calling, around the connection, around the conquering, I mean, I've lived that journey myself. And when God places you somewhere, he gives you the resources that you need. I mean, for me, and you might have heard me share this on some of my other podcasts, I am an introvert. So if I'm sitting there for long periods of time, and I did it right at the beginning back in February, and I was thinking, I thought, Lord, how am I going to maintain this energy level that I have to be able to interview all these people? But I tell you what, the Lord has been faithful. Yes, there are times where I'll lying down at the end of the day going, like that yeah. but it's all good he gives you what you need and so as you say you just need to take that step step of faith yeah. and trust that he will meet you and he does can we finish yeah. the chase show with a word of prayer and blessing for you dawn yes i would love that okay, thank you let's pray father god thank you for the opportunity to speak with dawn today and to hear about the work that she is doing in your kingdom through the podcast that she's hosting and of course the insight she shared today lord as she reminded us there is a purpose in our life and of course that purpose is to glorify and honor you yet there's a calling that each and every one of us has and that calling is something that's very unique and it's something that is just amazing, Lord, because you have destined us, you have knitted us in our mother's womb, and you have given us the gifts, the skills, and we just need to lean into you to find out what that is. Father, for the people who are listening and watching today, we pray that they've been blessed by the message that Dawn has shared. You know, sometimes, yes, we can be um, challenged by the situations and uh, things that happen in our life and in our business that has us doubt what we're doing is actually from you. But Father, we know that with the message that we share and the impact that we um, we're going to have uh, can sometimes be thwarted by, by an enemy who does not want us to be out there sharing our message and certainly blessing the world. So we ask for your continued blessing on the message that Dawn is sharing and, of course, the clients that she's working with as well. And for everyone who's watching and listening today, we ask for your continued blessing and strength as they continue to, one day at a time, share their message to make an impact for your kingdom. Father, we ask this in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen.
Thank you so much for coming on the show. This is the last one, the last show for today. So um, it's great. You fired me up. I love that 90-day plan. So I'm going to be creating my own because I've just come at toward the end of some projects and uh, you've inspired me to create another 90-day plan moving forward. So thank you for that and all the very many blessings as you continue to bring your message to the world as well, Dawn. Thank you. Likewise. Likewise. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.